What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to episode 19 of the podcast. Uh, tonight, today, this morning, whenever you're listening to this episode, uh, I have uh, you know Ben Anderson, the one and only. Ben, what's up? Hello, I'm I'm happy to be here and happy to talk some some shop with you, talk some running, talk some talk uh, everything, talk about everything, even our our training. You know, I feel yeah. like when once this comes out, which is tomorrow. Um, We'll be closer to closer to Houston, which I feel like a few of us are doing. Yeah, one day excited. One day closer. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a lot of fun, and um, these next few weeks are kind of really the time to put in the the hard efforts, which we're definitely trying after a uh, <laughs> after a long and uh, strenuous week last week at the running event, which we will be running event. Yes. Which we'll get into kind of later on in, in the pod. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. And for those people that don't know what that is, we will explain what it is uh, later on. It's pretty, it's a funny, fun week. It is, uh, it is Willy Wonka's uh, chocolate factory for the running industry. That is how I see it. Um, but I think really what I would like to start off by talking about is uh, your half marathon. So uh, for those of you that do not know, uh, Luis ran a half marathon, the Route 66 half, uh, ran 109.45, which is whoa, a... Whoa, whoa, 69.44. 69.44. I'm sorry for the, the second there <laughs> I missed, um, which which was a big time PR. What was that in uh, seconds for you PR-wise? Um, it was a minute and six second PR, which is, which is huge. 2019. Yeah. Which is absolutely huge. Um, and, and an incredible accomplishment. Um, I would like to kind of ask though, initially here, kind of what were your initial thoughts at the end of the race? What were you shooting? Yeah, for? man. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, I felt like I was just shooting for a PR. Um, realistically I was hoping to get sub one eleven so I could get like an ADP, um, American development program bib for the Houston marathon. Um, and the qualifying time was one eleven for the half, um, which I knew it was in the wheelhouse. Um, it just, um, it being Tulsa and it being not as flat at certain parts and not being as a like big event for the half and that being that early, I was like, okay, sweet. I should be able to, but, um, I, yeah, one eleven was the shooting time, which, um, as you just said, sixty nine forty four. So, I just feel like um, I had a run, not conservative, but definitely harder than what I've done in the past. Um, like I mentioned, twenty nineteen of right, it was right before Boston, so it had been that long since I've be, uh, PR'd in the half. So, talk us through kind of these like last couple of years because I know uh you know yeah. it firsthand these these last few years it's kind of been really hard because you've you've wanted that breakthrough <laughs> i know you work for that breakthrough yeah for sure um what do you feel like changed because we've kind of talked about it one-on-one I, yeah we both i feel like we've talked about you're not sure what exactly <laughs> putting your finger on it but just kind of putting you on the spot here what do you mm-hmm. think has allowed you to to be in the be- what i think is the best shape of your life yeah no i feel like 
Um, I haven't changed much my running. I'm open and public to my running on Strava. Everyone sees what I'm doing. Um, I don't hide anything. Um, I just feel like I'm being more smart about it as I'm getting older. Um, I'm listening to my body. And if I'm not recovered from like working like a full day at work, um, I don't put too much stress on myself on making sure I do that workout the next day um, and not doing as best as I can. So Honestly, it's just really going back to just listening to my body. And if I have to, skip the workout, move it to the next day, um, and just having a good time with running. Um, also, and I credit a lot to Jacob Anderson, uh, just taking my runs easy when it matters. Um, I mean, now that it's getting colder, there's not much. But I look at my watch, and I've told you this. Um, I'm just running by feel. And if I'm running eight-minute pace, I'm running eight-minute pace. Um, and then if I'm running 720 pace and it feels good, then that's what I'm doing. Um, but you know, it goes back to just listening to my body. I feel like Bailey and I have also mastered being, um, parents and yeah, kind of just basing it off of like, uh, her schedule, my schedule, and then Blakely being pretty good at sleeping during the night. Um, and I feel like just, again, just goes back to listening to my body, um, which is key. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't listen to that. They just you know, they, they feel like they have to do a workout on a Wednesday. Um, and so I feel like that helps out too. It's just, yeah, it's, definitely, to your body. it's definitely part of like the little things, you know, you talk yes. about, we've talked about this, you know, hydration, we've talked about mm-hmm. nutrition, we've talked about strength training, but yeah, just really as you get older, which we're getting up there, um, <laughs> as you get older, just kind of maturing as a runner and, and definitely listening to your body. So, um, Let's talk through the race. So what was your, I kind of asked you what your goal was, but like what, if you're going to look at your watch at mile one, what, what time were you looking to come through that first mile and, and then try and hopefully hold that for the rest of the race? Yeah. Um, I know like for me and Luis, were te- Luis Lopez were texting about like, you know, 111, that's 523 pace. Um, if I would have hit 520 mile one, um, that puts me at 110 flat. Um, so I want to, honestly just come in a little bit faster than like a, let's say at 517 which i believe me and the other guy we'll talk about probably um came out 510 um for mile one uh sorry 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 uh, i'm just looking at it uh 507 so really <laughs> i wanted i wanted to come through at 515 517 um kind of just getting through like you know having the adrenaline and just you know going to a pace and all that you're i'm comfortable doing um, but yeah, five, five Oh seven apparently is what, uh, Strava is saying. And that's ca- kind of going up a little hill at the end of the mile one. Um, and then just kind of toning it back down to what I feel like was five seventeen was a good pace that I could maintain. Um, I was doing workouts like mile repeats. I was doing 10 mm-hmm. K workout, like at around that pace. I feel like five seventeen was definitely in the wheelhouse. So you came through that first mile, mm-hmm. you, <clears throat> You realize that there was somebody else also trying yeah. to run a similar pace. Um, can you talk us through kind of who that was? Yeah, uh, sure. As, as well as uh, kind of what you thought in your head when you <laughs> were, when you did realize who that was. I, I believe you kind of mile seven is kind of the the time yeah, for the 10K mark. Yeah, when you talked it through, but would you kind of talk it through who, who that was and how you kind of helped each other get through that race? Absolutely. So, um, as soon as we started the race, uh, you know, I take off. Everyone else was maybe doing the marathon or not going the pace. Um, and then within like maybe 15 seconds, this guy comes up on me 
He's like, hey, are you a pacer? Are you racing? Um, and I said, no, no, I'm racing the half marathon, <laughs> which is weird. I'm like, where do you get what I was a, you know, a pacer? I'm not sure where uh-huh. that came from. Um, and he asked me what I was trying to run. I said, you know, just you know, close to 110. And he's like, and I asked him, he's like, oh, I'm just going to get right behind you. Um, and this was, you know, early on, super early on. So he was decked yeah. down Adidas gear, the Addy Pro, um, Adidas, uh, arm sleeves, singlet, bottom. And, it, you know, I'm like, oh, this guy's, he, he looks fit. Um, so him and I go pretty much stride for stride for like the first 10K. And, you know, like he's, he's not one stepping me. I'm not doing it. We're just kind of just feeding off each other. And this was before I found out who he was. Um, I mean, right before the 10K mark, um, I kind of just looked at on my watch and it said we were running like a 528 pace at that moment. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, this is too slow. Let's, you know, let's maybe surge. And so I did. Yeah. And apparently he was having a side stitch um, during mm-hmm. that mark, um, which is what he told me after the race. Mm-hmm. Um, so I come in at mile six, right at, um, I'm reading a, a 507. And then the next mile I do a 505 and it takes him roughly right around, um, mile seven to catch up to me. And so once I found out, or once he, you know, got, you know, covered that move, I'm like, okay, this guy's legit. Let's, let's, um, ask him who he is. So he's at that point, he kind of just covers my move and he's like maybe one stride ahead of me and said, Hey man, um, what's your name? Where are you from? <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's definitely legit. He's, you know, he covered that surge pretty well. And I'm now I'm freaking out that I am going to fade after doing that 507, 505 um, back yeah. to back miles. So he's like, ah, oh, man, no, I live in Tulsa. Um, my name's Chris O'Hare. And as soon <laughs> as he said his yeah. name, it, it maybe took less than five seconds. And it just dawned on me. I'm like, Chris O'Hare. And, uh-huh. and like, and, and for those people that aren't listening, um, I mean, that don't know him, like, shoot, um, this guy, I didn't know exactly when he was running in the Olympics and what exactly was his PR, but for, I mean, Chris O'Hare is definitely a stud. Um, he was a 332-1500 guy. He has a 352-mile PR, which is no joke. Um, Great Britain, he ran in 2016. 2016. Fudge. Yeah, so as soon as he said his name, I'm like, oh, I, I literally turned to him and said, man, I'm not, I, I don't belong here. You're, you know, you should be, um, way, way ahead of me. Um, and he was super nice about it. Uh, after that, you know, mile seven, after that, him and I were literally just running together. We were feeding off each other. Um, and if I, I felt like I was fading just a little bit, but so was he. Um, so we were positive. We definitely pushed each other, which, um, looking back at it, benefited me um and it hopefully it benefited him too but yeah man chris o'hare um took a two two and a half year hiatus i think he just retired early or this year if not last year um and he has a family and he's i mean he has a talent uh and we'll probably see him more on the roads um now but he's living in tulsa and uh jump up to the half marathon but yeah chris o'hare who would have guessed that it would have been this year he would have ran the half Worth uh, worth noting a couple things. Shout out Chris O'Hare if you ever yeah. are listening to this. Will, We'd love to, will, yeah. love to have you on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a European bronze medalist at the 1500 in 2014. And then indoors, also a bronze medalist at 1500. And then a silver medalist at the European indoors in as recently as, as 219. So 
really talented, talented guy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of speed. So obviously, you know, you being, uh, Oh, one more other thing we might mention. Oh yeah. yeah. The uh, indoor national champion for Tulsa. So in 2012, he won the national championship. uh, I think he was like, was he back to back Melrose final winner? I don't know if he was back to back, but he did win it twice. Entirely Um, possible. He was, I was stalking his Instagram, obviously after finding out, know who he was and after the race but i think he if he didn't win back to back he did win two milrose miles i i i must mention so i was obviously tracking you uh yeah. they did the splits i believe at 10k and then to, to finish the late the race and i, I remember uh looking at that i just finished a, up a long run myself and i remember yeah, looking at the 10k results and <clears throat> thought to myself, i was like chris o'hare that name sounds super familiar exactly as, yeah. as i saw it i looked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, Lisa's <laughs> battling it out with him. So um, you being a very competitive guy, you obviously, you know, wanted to win, which yeah, is, absolutely. Is, 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 is what it is. But, um, you know, it can be hard to chase down somebody at the end of that race. But let's, yeah, let's talk about the PR and let's talk about finishing. What yeah, was the euphoric feeling like when you cross that finish line? Have you ever felt like that crossing a finish line you've obviously won a lot of races yeah uh, locally and obviously some out of state but like mm-hmm. what was crossing that finish line <clears throat> with, with a pr after having a, a breakthrough like that that you've been looking for for many years, years yeah um i feel like i definitely it was amazing crossing that line and knowing i you know i went sub 110 um and for me and i always look back at it like dude i was a 17 15 5k guy and, and you know as a senior in high school so i top of my head i don't know that pace but i always look back at like i'm a 17 15 yeah like 17 15 and for some odd reason i won state my senior year because it was a weak weak year but i always look you know compare myself not compare it but i always look back I'm like 17 15 now i'm running like mid 15s um 5ks and i'm yeah. able to maintain that pace um, for the half marathon, um, at a, I don't know what pace it was, 517 or so for that half. Um, and it's just, you know, like an amazing feeling just crossing that line and who cares if I didn't win it. I just, again, again, I was going for time and Chris being at that race and him running with me and I'm running with him just honestly benefited me. Um, coming back after that race with Bailey and Lopez, we're like, dude, this was the best thing that could have been um, for you um, was Chris being at that race and running the half because it would have been harder running that pace solo yeah. um, just because it's, you know, not many people are out running or cheering you on that early. Um, no. We're waiting for that, you know, um, maybe the full marathon or maybe uh, that those 10 minute average half marathoners, but not, yeah. Um, crossing that finish line was awesome. I feel like I could have gone a little bit more um, at that pace. But uh, I guess what I learned and found out is uh, I can't keep up with his uh, still 1500 speed because it was like the last, man, maybe 20, 25 seconds he he used his speed he still has and he just made it look so easy. Um, but he was hurting too. So um, it was good for him to have that kick and me just try to kick down on him. And I think that's the, you know, that's a couple key things kind of come to mind is you know, if you want to run that fast, you're probably usually not going to win those type of races. No, 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 no. I definitely have not won any of the races that I've PR'd in. Um, so 
it definitely happens and it, it kind of leads back to something I know yeah. discussed on this pod many times, just run your own race. Who, who cares how you place? It's, it's all about you versus you. Mm-hmm. And I think he really epitomized that. He <clears throat> by, like you said, over a minute and, yeah, man. and you ran your own race and I couldn't, I could have been more happy for you. So again, said it many times, but it was good. So Thank you. how are you going to use that mindset that you created for yourself? Yeah, man. How are you going to use that at Houston? Gosh, um, as long as it's a, you know, almost perfect day like it was that morning at the half. Um, I want to position myself at a good spot where I can, um, as us guys and our group calls it, don't get soft at the end. Um, and I feel like that was going through my mom, my mind um, in the <laughs> half marathon or any races now. Um, just because obviously we have a good group of us and everyone's watching everyone and we always look at those last miles. But no, I feel like if I'm positioned well, I run a smart first half of that race i feel like i could pr um hopefully by a few minutes um again i haven't pr since 2018 boston um and i definitely want to i feel like i'm in shape i you know you and i have a few more weeks of good solid training that um we need to get through and hopefully um yeah i feel like sub two i mean pr is 235 i feel like i'm in that 230 pace right now i feel like if not faster it just depends on how smart i am in that four stuff but yeah no i feel like if i'm in a good group i'm gonna stick with it and uh yeah um grind it out and just be smart about it it's called hard Which it's, it, yes um and it's not easy obviously you know adding another half um and i won't be obviously won't be running that fast that's gonna be that's more your pace for that distance um but if i could average you know anywhere from like 540 550 um i'll be happy for sure. And I, I definitely think you can. I mean, again, the outside, but also yeah, man. being on the inside with you, I, I definitely think uh, think a big day is coming for you and a big, another breakthrough is, is coming. I, I credit, um, dude, my, my Whoop bracelet, ever since I got it in June, um, <laughs> it's, it's just intriguing how, like, whenever it's, like, you know, like, and I haven't had many red days, but if it's yellow and I'm not um, in the green, which is fully recovered, or almost fully recovered, I definitely – um, that's whenever I've adjusted workouts. Um, and it also goes back to like my work schedule on, I definitely do my workouts on my off days. Um, and I don't do it in the mornings. I do it, you know, a few hours after walking the dog and dropping off Blakely. Um, and, and yeah, yeah. And I feel like that has really benefited me, um, and not being in a rush, you know, before, um, Bailey goes to work, uh, dropping off Blakely, walking Waverly. So, that has really benefited me too, is just um, kind of just doing the workout, um, you know, or not, I guess I should say, even right before lunchtime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just, like you mentioned, it's a little details, which helps out literally. Literally 1% can, yeah. can add up to so many seconds over the course of so many minutes over the course of a marathon. Oh, for sure. I, I feel like I need to run the uh, tangents a little bit better. <laughs> but I think that's everyone. <laughs> So we uh, we were fortunate uh, enough last week to uh, get to spend some time at, as we kind of mentioned at the beginning, uh, the running event. Which yeah, man, uh, would would you kind of give uh, the listeners here a little background into uh, <clears throat> what the running event is about? Yeah, um, and I know for you and I, it's it's our second year going, um, but it is definitely like a week long. Um, it kicks off Tuesday. 
for the official running event kicks off Tuesday, goes all the way through Thursday night. Um, maybe there's one event Friday morning, like a trail cleanup. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I got lucky to go on Monday morning. We had a couple meetings, but no, pretty much what the running event is like, um, the tr- like a trade show for running, um, for running industry owners, stores, um, footwear, apparel, buyers, so on, um, to go and look at uh, product, uh, shoes, anything like that that's coming out next year around this time, around the fall. Um, and then just allows us to, um, two things, look at new product that we haven't seen. Um, and my favorite is just connecting with people. Definitely. Um, and you and I will definitely talk about it, like connecting with people that um, we would never connect um, if it wasn't for the running event and us working in running industry, um, that it was, I mean, going now back to back years, it's just, you know, more people. Um, and it's pretty awesome to just see how the running industry, the running community gets together for a week. And it's just a good time down in Austin. Yeah, no, Austin is the, <clears throat> is the perfect place for that. It was, yeah, it was amazing. Um, I, I know you and I just absolutely thrive on Blake Ladybird down there. Or Lady yes. Lake. Sorry yeah. if I messed it up for, for y'all, Austin folks. I'm we do clearly, have some. We have. We do have Austin listeners. So that's for sure. Yeah. So I apologize, but <clears throat> we are just emphasizing our love of the the trails down there and how perfect they are. So we we got to go. We did, as you mentioned, we kind of did a, a session on Monday afternoon yes. and then went out to dinner. And I mean, you got to go on a, a nice like night run, which was. Uh, quite eventful quite eventful um i i must mention my i'm going i am going to lose a toenail so I, your toe is oh it's black it's so i we we're running and i somehow tripped over a lime and uh luckily caught myself but um yeah my toenail was throbbing in my sleep <clears throat> i will definitely it's black as the bottom of the ocean so oh, i'm easy losing a toenail so Tuesday, we got to have the opportunity to basically Tuesday spent with educational related yeah. opportunities. Uh, we both, I'm sure, enjoyed that. We got to take in quite a bit of different different options. Was there anything that stuck out? Stuck out? Stuck? Goodness gracious! Was there anything that stuck out to you uh, on the educational side of things that that you enjoyed? On that Tuesday, um, I went to a few different ones. Um, the one that really stood out for me was, um, it was like about diversity. Um, I think it was like Red Rock, Las Vegas, uh, running company. Um, they mm-hmm. were the panel of that, uh, um, 45 minutes, but, um, no, it was like they had the owner that was overweight before buying this store. And the reason why he bought this store was because as a customer going into that, um, he was, never greeted uh, he was never fitted properly because he was overweight so he was overlooked um and so when that store was up for a uh, um to up uh, to sell he bought it and so that was awesome and then they had a hispanic lady girl that um super bilingual she was awesome and uh, they do have a lot of hispanics in that area and she was able to translate um what the uh, pr- presentation was saying in spanish i mean easily to english um, and they did have, and um, I'm forgetting his name, but he was, he had an amazing attitude, um, African-American, sweet guy. And um, he had, you know, like I mentioned, he has that personality personality that he could probably talk to you and I right now for countless mm-hmm. hours. Um, <laughs> and um, he was just kind of just talking about how he 
has given a lot back to the community and the kids. Um, so yeah, that, you know, those 45 minutes went by so fast and I was definitely, you know, like hundred percent focused on that one that, I mean, for me, um, being, you know, Hispanic definitely caught my attention. I definitely wanted to go, even though, you know, as a buyer really didn't, I didn't really need to, but I made sure to go to that one. Yeah. And that's the, that's the fun part about, about those is that you get yeah. to go to things that maybe, you know, aren't necessarily what you're involved with, but mm-hmm. you have these opportunities to, to learn and kind of make yourself more round, well-rounded. Oh, for sure. Um, I really enjoyed the, I'm a, a big fan of when they launched it last year, the low impact Alliance. So oh, yeah. uh, I know at the time you went to the uh, NIL opportunity when I believe uh, maybe anyway, I, I yes. really enjoyed that. Uh, it's a really cool opportunity that anybody that is just interested in sustainability and mm-hmm. kind of what directions the running industry can go in sustainability. Uh, it's called the low impact Alliance. I would highly recommend looking into that uh, led by uh, the Palmetto running company, mm-hmm. one of the, one of the, one of the greatest and most thoughtful people I've, I've ever met. Um, yes. So just a really cool uh, thing. If you're ever interested, if you're ever interested in sustainability and how that impacts the running industry, mm-hmm. the low impact Alliance is their name and definitely worth looking into. So that was Tuesday. We both had kind of dinners, nothing crazy. And then Wednesday is when the kind of the, really the true magic happens. Yeah. So talk about how to, the both of us started our mornings and then mm-hmm. um, kind of what the, the day unfolded into. So uh, 6 a.m., what did we start with? 6 a.m. So uh, group run with Saucony and um, is it RDIC, uh, which is – the diversity yes. group. Um, if it's not RDIC, it's RIDC, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's RDIC. Um, huge turnout for that run. Yeah. And I think it was even way bigger than last year, but it um, was, it was chilly. So it, yes, we went from being 70 degrees one day. Yeah. To yeah. Cause Tuesday you and you and I went in, uh, like 11 miles and it was muggy. Oh, and then man, that muggy. cold front came in overnight and we were in like, Long sleeves were wearing. Well, you were wearing gloves. I didn't have any gloves. Uh, <laughs> those next few days in Austin, uh, but yeah, six in the morning we got out and did that group run, which we didn't really plan it out well. We we lost each other before even the run, and so we, <laughs> we like yes. And then I went with Dom, and we went all the way to the Christmas park with all the Christmas lights, which was awesome. But the reason why we left quickly to meet up with you hopefully was to go to the Puma group run at was that eight? Yeah. Um, yep. so we Sidious. got in, yeah. Sidious mag, uh, Chris Chavez, uh, was Kyle Merber there? I do not believe I saw him. I mean, I guess he ran CIM. Mike fleet was there. And then obviously you had a few Puma athletes like Molly, um, Patrick, um, and a few, Two more. Um, uh, is there any Fiona O'Fallon? Uh, maybe. Correctly. Uh, I may not have, so I apologize. <clears throat> yeah, but um, we wanted to get uh, free shoes. Um, it's been, uh, the Nitro of Adavia Nitro 2, uh, which I'm assuming is, has already came out. Um, really forgetting see. that. But, uh, yeah, we got a few pair of shoes, obviously, and we uh, went for a small run with them, but we then bailed to go back to get ready as the trade show opened up at nine and everybody obviously wanted to be
be there early or get there at time. Um, so you can see everything on that one, um, which van we got there. Uh, and then, yeah, we saw, gosh, I know you and I probably both noticed it, it was way bigger. A lot of more huge brands, vendors showed up this year. Um, it was awesome. It was definitely good to see. I thought I read somewhere around like 300 different vendors. Yeah, I think I saw that today. From everywhere. I, I want to <clears throat> kind of say two things that uh, mm-hmm. the, the run, the, the Saucony run with uh, the diversity group was mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. I, I just, yeah. uh, that was amazing to see the running industry come together like that. I know that was a huge focus. It's early in the morning too. Yeah, I know that was a huge focus of, of the the running event this year was yes. be more inclusive. And I really thought in a lot of ways they, they hit the nail on the head there. Uh, as for the Puma run, um, I, I know both of us uh, can agree that we really like the direction that Puma is going in, in every every way. And uh, to see them kind of pouring their money into the marketing that they're doing, exactly, it's, it's really noticeable and really has people like us who we think we're, we like to think we're pretty connected um, in, in, in just really cool to, to, to think, to see. So you went into the trade show right away, saw your vent, saw different vendors. What stood out to you? What, what products stood out to you that are coming out next year that really kind of catch your eye? Yeah. Um, geez. Uh, the, which is weird because as soon as you walk in, you see ASICs. Um, we had a meeting with ASICs um, later that day. But it was going to be the Keanu 30, um, yeah. which you may or may not have seen it. But yeah, we saw it and it is like a different, I feel like a different, completely different shoe. Um, higher stack high. It's, I mean, it's good for ASICs. They're definitely um, kind of innovating their shoes to keep up with everyone else, like Hoka yeah. um, and Saucony. So that one stood out for me. And um, gosh, dude, uh, the New Balance, the, the new, or uh, sorry, SC Comp, which, the SE Comp Trainer has been out for a couple months, but the new yeah. one it will come out next year, and it's not going to be as big and bulky, but still will be. Um, I was able to try it on, and it still feels amazing, which, by the way, that SE Comp Trainer, I feel like everyone was wearing it uh, down in Austin. Oh my goodness, yeah. That, everybody was everyone. So many different people. And yeah. to, to go back on your point, I, I <clears throat> obviously, you know, I'm a, a big ASICS fan and, yep, and yep, other yep. stuff. Um, I mean, what we assume to be the – what we – Pretty much know is the Nimbus Twenty Five. Yes, looks like a phenomenal shoe, as you said. Doug, the Keanu Thirty here coming down the road. Yep, yep, yep. I, I definitely think you know a lot of people have always associated Asics with to, to not be the most flattering shoes, but I, I do mm-hmm. with what they're coming out with is is going to be incredible. Uh, additionally speaking, it wouldn't be the Run to Discover podcast if we didn't talk about Nike. Um, exactly, so that was what, next. What was it like to finally see the Vaporfly 3, uh, the Vaporfly Next% Percent 3? What was it like to also finally see in person the, is it the Ultrafly? No, that's the trail. That's the spike. What What is that? No, the Ultrafly is the trail shoe. Okay, the Ultrafly. So what was it like to, to finally see them? We've obviously seen them out in the wild on our Instagram. Ben Johnson. But yeah, but to finally see those in person, I, I was blown away. I'm, I'm so excited for, for those products coming out. Yes, and that comes out um, in June. Um, it's going to be, that Ultrafly is going to be 250 price point, um, full length carbon plate, um, P-Bags foam. The foam is wrapped around P-Bags, so it's going to be like the racing Vaporfly for uh, trails. So that is going to be an awesome shoe um we'll probably bring in a size run just because 
Um, Please, we're, we're, <laughs> just because we're going to be doing a lot, and this is Red Coyote, we're going to be doing a lot um, when it comes to trails next year. So um, I know John Beck tried it on when he went to the Nike Summit um, back in August, and he said it felt amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, June 2023 is when that shoe comes out. But the Vaporfly Next Percent, uh, I mean, we went and met with Nike, but they did not talk about that shoe. So we have little information about it. There's no telling when that shoe is going to come out, unless I'm missing out. It's always it always seems to be that that yeah, yeah. With, with their carbon plated shoes. And yeah, it it is definitely obviously a different <clears throat> looking shoe than version one and version two. So oh my goodness, yeah. So it it is in my mind kind of something that you do <clears throat> wonder like, is this what it's going to actually look like when it comes out? It's mm-hmm. it's it's beautiful in that it's different and it's previously different. Yes. But, but at the same time, it's, it's very geometric and would be the yes. word I would use. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's definitely different. Um, were there any, obviously you're on the footwear side of things, anything else just in general, uh, at the trade show specifically that like caught your eye? Um, sticking with Nike, uh, the react infinity Four. um, yeah, I feel, I was telling Dustin today at work, uh, it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be like the Invincible, but with stability, so that foam is stacked even higher. It Please. looks like the new Invincible that comes out February. Looks um, awesome. Now, well. The Structure Twenty Six, um, it's coming back to running specialty, which, um, you know, that's gonna come in, and Red Coyote's gonna have it, um, just because it has a good you know, following to it. People have bought it off of Nike. Um, mm-hmm. And why not bring that shoe back in because of that uh, good name of it? Um, Vomero actually has a newer update, and that's going to be good. We'll see. Um, what else? With I mean, I think that's it with Nike. Their apparel looks pretty dope when it comes to men. Um, yep. Their trail apparel as well. Um, what else? What else? Am I missing anything outside of Nike? Oh, uh, Brooks. Um, you may not know. I'm really devastated. Um the Levitate 6, which just came out, it's going to go through 2023, but in 2024, it's being cut. So that's my shoe. I'm actually, uh, you, you you won't see it, um, but Ben, I am wearing the Christmas shoe right now. Uh, so I'm devastated. The Levitate uh, is getting cut, and they're going to focus more on that uh, like Hyperion Tempo. Yeah, they're making a GTS version. Did so, I see the, the Tempo and the name's being cut, and it's just going to be called Hyperion. And then, um, yes, they will be making a Hyperion GTS. Very, very cool. I did, so that's, yeah. I can personally say I did not spend enough time in the trade show. I, I, I think <laughs> I was at the taco stands too much. I, 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 I had way too many Al Pastor tacos. I, I can't oh, yes. can't even got that. Yes. Um, so trade show was great. So that Wednesday night. Um, I know my group specifically went to a gooder event, which was an absolute. Uh, Everyone was talking about it, and we missed it. It was it was fantastic. It was a very 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 cool party. Uh, very much so worth the time. The only thing is, again, it was freezing that night. So while there were space heaters, uh, it was okay. very cool. We were at a bar that had a it had a slide, and it was uh, it was a great time. Uh-huh. They gave out. Free, free gooders. It had a carnival yeah. theme. It was, yes. it was truly fantastic. And then we met up later on that evening, and we Winston, uh, yes, we went to a 
um, an event. We went to a concert, which was an absolute blast. <laughs> that was a, such a good time. Worth noting. So shout out the, what were their names? No, Speakeasy is where we went to. The Speakeasy. They play at the Speakeasy every Wednesday night. If you're ever during that week, they were a great time. We had what a like spe- spasmatics. Right? Yes, yes, the spasmatics. Thank you, spasmatics. That's what it was. Yes. So shout out the spasmatics. We're they were amazing. Fans, big fans on the Rum to Discover pod. They they were entertainers. Yes. To a T. Um, and then. Had a late night that night, which then ultimately led into uh, one of our favorite parts of the running event, which is the 5K that they put on. the Indy 5K. Yes. So if you're an F1 fan listening to this, they hosted at the Circuit of Americas down in Austin. So I believe it's about 20 minutes from 20, 30 minutes from the downtown center, and you get to race the the racetrack. It's really... an experience. Awesome. Uh, I believe this is maybe the second or third year that they they've hosted it at that racetrack, and it's if you want to run fast, it is absolutely fantastic. Uh, both of us were extremely sleep deprived, uh, but you. yes, I I, don't, I I literally am trying to think what I did after the spasmatics, and I I can't. It was a very long week. Yeah, I think you had I had an extra hour of sleep compared to you, so you had a longer night for me uh, compared yes. to me. So, <laughs> So you get up that morning, you're, you get on the bus. At, I, I went to bed at about two in the morning. I got, we got up at about five, you get five, on the bus at five, mm-hmm. they load you up, you go to the, the racetrack and you really get the opportunity to, to run a fast 5k, even if uh, mm-hmm. you're sleep deprived. So it, sadly, sadly, something that we would love to see them improve is just moving either this finish line, just uh 20 meters. Well, yeah, something very, very short, but the, the race usually is just over about three miles. Yeah, it's like 3.05. So uh, you obviously crushed what you had run last year. I, I personally ran slower than I did last year. Um, so yeah, we, I look back, man, and I ran, I think it was like a 15, and this is again, Granite uh, 3.05. Um, mm-hmm. 15, last year I did 15.33. So, so about a 30 second <clears throat> PR on that course, not the yeah. best, but, you know, neither of us can maybe truly count that as a, a 5k yeah. road PR close, but, but I mean, I, I both, you know, I think for the both of us, if, if how I ran last year and how you ran this year, if we just keep running that distance or the, the course gets corrected out, I, I think both of us are, are looking at, um, at 5k, 5K PR. road PRs. Um, yes. It, it really, I think my main takeaway from that every time we've gone now last two years <laughs> is just what a facility. So yeah, yes, I, I would say it was about a month ago they hosted an F1 race. Uh, uh, yep, yep, yep. And over three days they had 1.5 million people, which is crazy. That's that's more than like the state, the Texas State Fair or something. I, I'm probably completely wrong on that. So I. I I got to stop talking about Texas. These people are going <laughs> to, people aren't going to like me, but just an insane amount of people in, in such a space and the grandstands, the, the facilities, the mm-hmm. towers, just everything about it. Everything about it is so cool. So big. And I've, I've personally been to quite a few NFL games and it's just like, those are, I look at those and those are marvels, but then I go to this F1 track and I am just mind blown. Yes. And it's so, yeah from, 
from one side of the track to the other side of the track. It's just like perfect. Just un absolutely unbelievable. So fantastic race. The loop, the full loop, I believe, is probably around three and a half miles. So yes, really not, you're not doing more than one one loop. Um, it's just <laughs> it's a great. You're at the running event. It's just you're gotta run a 5k so it was absolutely fantastic and then yes that, that funneled back into the rest of the day for us which um kind of just took in the trade show yeah then, then we um went to um we went to the cross championships we we didn't <laughs> we did so much <laughs> oh i was pumped for the cross champs just because um, it being in Austin and, um, I'm a huge, and you know, obviously I'm a huge follower of, uh, the coffee club podcast with, uh, Morgan McDonald, Ollie and Georgie. Um, Shout and out the, the coffee club, the coffee club, I got a sticker, um, on my laptop, but those guys with the on, um, OAC, uh, uh, they crushed it. They ran an AK that, uh, afternoon at a private school in Westlake. Is that what it was? Uh, Westlake? We, we just, west of we are, Austin. Again, we can't keep talking about Texas like this because neither of us have any idea what we're talking about. But man, that was such a sweet event. Um, it being literally during the week of a running event, um, we saw those guys, the gals, crush it in the AK. Um, I mean, what more could you ask for when it comes to seeing these professional runners being that good and running was, that fast? It was unbelievable. Yeah, to see those see those men run up close. Um, it really was fun to watch. Uh, I believe what was it? Ollie came through the first mile and sub maybe sub four thirty, right at that pace. Yes, and he went out fast. Yeah, and definitely uh, you know a few things. I I think minor tweaks that we won't necessarily need to discuss on this, but all in all, Sound Running did a, a great job with the event. It really, really was a fantastic time. Both of us really really enjoyed it. Um, oh yeah. And the uh, the on boys took the dub, and then I believe on the women's side it was the Puma team. Was so, it the Puma team? I yes, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, because, it, it, uh, just because the OAC did not have a, a full four scoring women, but yeah, really, all in all, we both loved it. I mean, we're both big <laughs> fans of the sport, and yes, it was just so fun to watch. And then. <clears throat> We didn't stop there. Um, no, we went then, straight to the dinner. So then um, one of the main things of the running event is, uh, as we've talked about, bringing together mainly retailers, vendors. Yeah. And so every year they they do what's called the 50 best stores in the country. Mm -hmm. uh, Red Coyote in OKC being one of those stores uh, where yeah. Luis is at. And so with that, there's a dinner and then they will announce kind of those 50 best stores They'll, mm -hmm. they'll honor a few people, some specific industry awards. Our, our good friend, Josh Lakin took home an award. It was really, really an amazing moment to, to witness. He, that. he truly wants to be on this podcast. Um, and I told him, I promised him last week that he'll get on it. I'm not sure when, um, as he, um, obviously hasn't been running because of a meniscus. Um, he's actually having surgery this Friday morning, early Friday morning when he's out for a week, um, from work. Um, but yeah, uh, told him, but eventually he can get on the podcast. Uh, and I <laughs> oh, feel like listening because we're shouting you out, Josh, <laughs> Josh, I'll make sure he listens. 
But yes, he won an award. I think John and I and a lot of us found out Wednesday, the day before, um, from Rick, uh, which is what is he, VP of Brooks? Or he has a fancy yeah, title. So he's, uh, I believe, like a vice president of Run Specialty. Yeah. Um, yeah, we found out. We then uh, gave him a paragraph of Josh and kind of what describing Josh. Um, and he had, you should have seen it, right? As they were announcing the awards, he was just eating, eating, chowing down, had. <laughs> I had no idea this was coming, and they say his name. I look over, and he is just mouthful. He could, he was still eating. He, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was not aware. Um, and we had a pretty good seat. So, um, seeing him win that or one of the five was awesome. Um, he deserved it. And I mean, I, I kept telling like John Beck and just Red Coyote. Um, he's the glue of Red Coyote and the culture. So, yeah, man, he does definitely deserved it. And it was awesome to see someone that close win one. Yeah, we he's both had a, he's had a, a big impact on both of our lives and for sure. Yeah, definitely emotional to see him walk up there. And then, uh, as we're talking about, but then this dinner ultimately concludes with kind of announcing the um, mm-hmm. store of the year, which uh, Rick Coyote took home that award in 2015. Yep. This year, Ridgefield Running Company up in the East Coast took home that award. So shout out to them as well. Yeah, and, and then. The night is concluded uh, every year with a party hosted by Brooks. Yes. And, man, do they know how to throw a party? Yeah, it is. <laughs> the event, so they had a, a kind of a live band. It's just it's really fun to just kind of close out the event that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, our, our big takeaway, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm sure you'd agree, is just yeah, we both left feeling like, man, we just love connecting with these people. Yes. Love yes. meeting these people who share the same passions that, that we do. It yes. was, it was an incredible time. We both had, um, yeah, we both loved it. And uh, shout out if she's ever listening, shout out to Christina Henderson, who puts on the running yeah. event. Uh, please listen, spread the word of running. Send it to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, she did an amazing job from obviously day one to closing night. Um, Cause I mean, that's no easy task. Um, and her and her team do an amazing job having that many people come into Austin and making it run as smooth as it has done the last couple of years. I, I listened to a previous, uh, another pod I will not name on, on this pod well, that involved her. <laughs> um, and she kind of discussed her background and everything. And I think she's only been doing it for, maybe like in her higher up role for the last maybe two to three wow. years. And so, um, you know, wow. get on it earlier, but just the inclusivity that she's brought and brought to the running event was amazing. Um, just getting to interact with, with all these people of, of so many different backgrounds and oh man, we, we had a blast. And I, I know that both of us are, are counting down the, the days to uh, early December, late Sign November for 2023. Sign me up. Yes, please do. Uh, anything Excited. else we, we missed on? I, I feel like we, we really hit on just about anything on the running event. Anything else on, on that that you can think of? Uh, yeah, the running event was from top to bottom, pretty legit, awesome, fun. Um, yeah, I feel like, I know like Red Coyote is part of the small group Future Truck, which is who you, you know, you're a part of. Um, yeah. And it's pretty fun to just run with and hang out with people from, you know, Florida, Atlanta, even up to like Ridgefield who just won the um, store by store of the year. And then just all those people. Um, and you, 
Tortoise and Hare, yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Jesse. Jesse was an awesome, uh, awesome friend that we got to meet, and um, amazing, um, just amazing people from everywhere. And it's just so cool that that happens. Um, it just thinks that's once a year. So, uh, yes, exactly. So, moving yeah. off of the running event, to kind yeah. of wrap things up here. I, I yeah, didn't realize that I wanted to ask you. Uh, mm-hmm. what shoe did you run in, in your half marathon? I, I even asked, I had it in my head that I was going to ask. Oh yeah. Talking about <clears throat> what shoe did you run in during the half? Yeah. Um, I'm giving the shoe more of a chance now. Um, it's the alpha fly one, um, mm-hmm. wore it for Boston, uh, wore it for the red coyote half just to keep my legs fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, as I obviously didn't peak. Um, but yeah, the, uh, off the fly, which I feel like is turning out to be a good shoe. Um, and I'll probably use it for, uh, Houston, uh, most likely. Um, but yeah, man, it feels good. Uh, and I've mentioned it to you several times just now, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I feel like if it's, I mean, I feel like I heel strike a little bit on the left foot, but no overall good shoe It saves the legs the next day. Um, and it just gives you that energy that you need for a half marathon and hopefully 26.2 miles in less than six yeah. weeks. So absolutely. Uh, yes. I, we also should shout out a couple people on this pod that, uh, yes. just did CIM. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I have a list. Um, so yeah, if you want to throw it out, I, you, I may miss people. So if you got a list, I'm just going to go off the top of my head. So you throw <laughs> a list to me. So first two guys, um, Andrew Leahy and Bryant, uh, Kearns, uh, they, yes. what, what they, same times so they finished at the same time. I was tracking them. It was like two twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. And it was in two twenty twos. Um, would love for those guys to hop on the pod. Um, if you're Absolutely. listening, please DM me or Ben. No joke, that too. Um, I know you guys will take a few days off, weeks off, but man, we need to get that group together. But no, it was awesome to see them um, running in a way very close to each other the whole time um, and probably fed off each other the last 10K um, yeah. to get through, which I, from what I saw in Strava. So yeah, those two guys, um, Mark Thompson, and Stu Lyle, those guys ran sub 235. I believe those were PRs for Stu. Um, not sure on Mark, but um, those two for sure. And then uh, Coach Wade Miller, uh, he yeah. dipped under 240. Congrats, Wade. Yes, and then even Kat Lyle, Stu's wife, um, she crushed it. She was, what, 243? Oh, she's, she's getting there. Yeah, yeah. So she looked, I mean, from splits, I believe that's her time. If I'm wrong, I know it's in the 240s. Um, those were it. Um, and then a guy that me and Lopez have followed for over a year now, um, and I mentioned to you last week, uh, Mitch from uh, Texas, from Austin, Texas. Yeah, so I literally looked him up today, 216. Yes, 216. But he got it. Um, and it's such an awesome story, um, and you may or may not know on Instagram, but um, I think he just started running not too long ago. Um, he was, you know uh, – he was coming off like from like be just doing a lot of drugs, drinking, and he was just rehabbing. And he, yeah, and it and like running changed his life. He then got a coach, um, at City Club, which is what they call themselves on down in Austin. And he told his coach like he wanted to, you know, run at the Olympic trials in 2024. And he's going, he's going. And those workouts he posts on Strava on Instagram is just amazing. So, yeah, it was, I mean, obviously, he doesn't know who we are, but. We know who he is, and a lot of people know who he is now. Um, so kudos to him, man. Yeah, uh, no right. that two sixteen inspiration, hundred <laughs> percent inspiration. I mean, uh, that is that is uh, something I, I'm definitely striving for. And congrats, mm-hmm. congrats to him. So, uh, who else? Anybody else? Uh, anybody else? We 
we missed there? <sighs> there has to be more people. I'm just forgetting. Yeah. Um, Marshall, uh, Marshall Shaw from uh, Stillwater, 253. Nice, nice. Yes. Another, nice BQ there. Yeah, another BQ. Um, so, I'm going to feel so bad, but yes, I think that's it. More than all right. Uh, so, kind of last thing here, any mm-hmm. races you're going to do in the next couple of weeks? Any events you're planning on doing <laughs> outside of Houston? Um, I'm still debating. Same day. Um, either I'm going to do Mary Mitchmas, um, which is December 17th, um, 5K, 10K MH Park. Yep. Um, if not, um, I want to go down to Dallas with the Nomad guys with Luke. Um, they are doing a, it's Nomad Dash. Um, it's going to be on the track. Um, they are doing a mile or a 5K. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it, I mean, I don't expect to win any prize money, but there's prize money, which um, is attracting a lot of fast people. So um, yeah. I want to go down there and run a 5K on the track and see um, how fast I can possibly run it. Um, so I'm still up in the air between those two, um, same day, once in the morning, once at night. Um, but I think that's the only race really before Houston. A uh, final thing as well uh, that I feel like was worth mentioning to those that listen to this pod uh, yeah. is, a, is a really cool opportunity that is uh, coming through OKC in the, the month of January. Uh, something we've talked about, you know, wanting OKC to have and it's, oh, yeah. it's happening. So uh, through uh, OK Runner and then yes. Trials of Miles Racing, uh, kind of virtual running, yes. really racing started they started up in uh, the, the pandemic in 2020. I know you yeah. were kind of a, an early uh, adopter of yeah. one of those events. And so they're doing what's called Chase Their Throne. It's only taking place in, I believe, eight cities throughout the United States. And mm-hmm. you look at those eight cities and you're like, holy crap, how is Oklahoma City one of those? How is so, Oklahoma City one of them? Yes. So, um, I, I mean, I think we both would shout out. I, I, we assume who is the architect of, of getting that here. Kyle yeah. Kyle McKinley. Shout out to Kyle. I'm, I'm very excited to, to take part in that. Um, it's going to be a super amazing event, which is four weeks, four weeks worth of different selected segments. Mm-hmm. And it's March madness style where it breaks yep. down every single week, whoever kind of you're paired up against randomly at the start as you run that specific segment, if you run a faster time than your opponent, you move on to the next mm-hmm. round and ultimately leads to, you know, who can run that specific set segment. <laughs> segment that last time. So the, the segments are online. Uh, Kyle, Kyle I will and- de- yeah, I will definitely add that link to this episode, definitely. but um, yes, I don't know exactly the date, but um, I feel like it would be, I think it wouldn't affect us in our Houston training, um, but I'm planning on doing it regardless of you. Wait, sign up, everyone. Um, you may or may not got, get lucky and get drawn with Ben round one. And uh, yeah, after round one, you're done if you get paired up with Ben. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's uh, I believe, the price is about $22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So worth it, though, if, if you're just interested in and doing something different within the, the OKC yes. run community that, you know, doesn't happen a lot. I know this year they've no. also, like Red Coyote, had the, the, the track or the mile, the tracksmith mile. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think as someone who, who moved here end of 2019, right before mm-hmm. COVID started, I think a lot of those uh, events kind of took place, the downtown yeah. mile, that kind of stuff. And it's, it's kind of finally in, in my eyes, at least as someone who, who hasn't really gotten to be a part of those, it's finally starting to return <clears throat> to 
of events like that. So yes, again, shout out to the innovators like Red Coyote. Shout out to Dura Kyle and OK Runner. For yeah, absolutely. That event back, or bringing that event to to OKC because I truly never thought something like that would take place. But yeah, definitely. The yeah, we were stoked. Well, you were. Stoked. I mean, you're. I think you're the first one that noticed it. Sent it to myself. Sent it to the group. Um, but yeah, hopefully uh, outside of uh, you, me, and few other guys that we assume will be running um hopefully it's a good amount of people um to you know shoot let's just run let's all run it together at the same time and let's go fast thanks to those people that had the segment yeah well not uh, actually they're i I think they're all brand new segments all brand new so kyle did create them yes so so all from what i saw brand new segments um just yeah really going to be a a great opportunity and yes um, you know to keep those type of events here in OKC and to bring those mm-hmm. type of events here to OKC, it's just try to participate in those and <clears throat> so we can keep that, that running culture. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. I think this was our best pod yet. Your thoughts. It's, it's, it's a good one. Um, if I, I definitely agree. If you are not listening to this episode and God, you are in missing out an idiot. Who said that? Oh geez. Blankly. Waverly. <laughs> no, I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it's been, um, we took last week off, we were at TRE running event, um, and we came into this episode with obviously kind of a recap of the half, a recap of the running event, and just shoot after CIM. I mean, I'm stoked. Um, inspired. Inspired um, for uh, not just us, but anyone that's doing Houston, doing any future races. Um, God, it's just awesome to see everyone doing so well. Just yeah. it makes me want to get get out there and run, yeah. Right and, now, and if you ever, <laughs> and if you ever, right please reach out to us on socials. We uh, we love to talk. So yeah, please reach. I mean, and for anything, um, if you feel like you guys have a someone that can be on this episode, uh, get this episode to honestly to Andrew and Bryant. Um, it'd be sweet to get them on the episode on the pod, kind of do a recap of CIM how their training went. Um how the race went. Cause I personally would want to know exactly um, how it went running that fast. Definitely. But yeah. Awesome. Um, ben, any final sayings, any final words? No, uh, no. Keep, We're keep excited. Keep the miles out there. It's, it's, uh, it's chilly and it's, uh, it's a great time to just get better. And uh, yeah. Yep. 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 Well, Christmas will be around the corner. So, uh, just be ready. It's going to get even better Christmas. Hopefully everyone gets what they want. Um, but yeah, um, I know coming up here soon, Dallas, Dallas marathon, half marathons coming up on this weekend. Um, shout out to, uh, but I know Griffin is doing the half. Um, I think there's a group of girls, women and men running, um, that the relay. I know Addie's part of that relay. So, um, good luck to everyone doing Dallas. Um, fun event, um, kind of, I'm still bummed I'm missing it, but no, funny event. Texas knows how to, we know how to do races for sure. <laughs> yes. Sweet. Well, thank you guys. I uh, kept it right under an hour, which is good. But yeah, if you're still listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, leave a five star review, Spotify, Apple, share it to everyone. It's a fun episode and yeah, hopefully uh, everyone is doing well, but thank you guys. And you all have a good time. Bye everyone. Mm-hmm.